Live from the heart of Lincoln, America. Welcome to Ticket Weeknights on 93.7 The Ticket and theticketfm.com. Welcome to Speed and Power on 93.7 The Ticket. I'm your host, Megan Walker, and it has been a little while since we've had a show, but we have got a great one going on tonight. I am joined by Harrison on the board as usual, as well as one of the veterans from the Nebraska basketball team. He's a crucial player that continues to get after it every game. Number zero, the one and only CJ Wilcher. I appreciate the introduction. <laughs> <laughs> We're so happy you're here today. Yeah, thank you, thank you, thank you for having me. <laughs> but quick shout out to Layton's Pub. They always give us the best food, great service, and they're the kindest people. Definitely go check them out. Shout out to Dawn. You always give us the best food. But yeah, it is a good day. It's a Monday. It's a good start to the week. Yeah. You didn't have practice. No, you did, have practice, did today. have practice today. See, I didn't have practice today. I got a little off day. That's tough. So we yeah. Got an off day in a little minute. <laughs> but yeah, the snow is definitely changing up our lives a little bit. But let's get into it. You had a great game against Indiana last week. You were throwing those threes up. You were killing it. Absolutely dominating. You had a game against Wisconsin a few days ago, and you were going up against Purdue, who's ranked number one tomorrow. Mm-hmm. How are you feeling going into that? I'm excited um, just to even have the opportunity to, again, get another chance to play at PBA. But then we playing against the number one team in the country. is on a big stage, playing on Peacock. So tune in. Um, but, yeah, I'm excited. I think we're ready. That's awesome. Do you have a goal for yourself going into the game? Um, Just control what I can control, ultimately. Like Nobody knows what the game's going to look like kind of be aggressive when I need to be and be a leader at all times so Mm -hmm. how about for your team do you have like anything you guys need to focus on in the game I mean outside of stopping Zach Eady I mean uh, executing our principles of both uh, uh, offensively and defensively I think it's kind of somewhere we kind of struggle with against Wisconsin we had some early struggles in executing our defensive schemes but I think we'll be locked in for tomorrow for sure Awesome. Do you get, like, excited or nervous for your games? Like, what is the scale on, like, a 1 to 10? I think it's a healthy bit of both, mm-hmm. if I'm being honest. Like, I'd be lying if I said I wasn't being, being a little nervous. But, mm-hmm. you know, it's an opportunity to go play basketball, you know, like in front of some of the best fans in the country. On a biggest stage, just, like, uh, living in the answer prayer, you know what I mean? So, exactly. that's for the opportunity. Good for you. You're doing what you love, which yeah. is all you can do. Mm-hmm. But, so, tomorrow's game day. What does your routine look like for, like, game days? Um, I wouldn't say it's like super intrinsic. It's about we have walkthrough and after walkthrough, you know, we have like team meals. We have team meal after team meal. I'll chill out at the at the arena for a minute. Mm-hmm. Um, do a little bit of recovery, like in a hot tub. Do some normal tech boots. Then after that, I go get some shots up. I get a bunch of shots up just to you know what I mean shots out getting the game or just repetitions. Also mental reps too. Mm-hmm. And then um. We start our warm-up. So we start at 90 minutes. So we start with Kurt, um, our strength conditioning coach, and um, we roll out, stretch, do activations and stuff, and then we have our um, group warm-ups. And then we just get ready for the game, you know, listen to some music, watch film again a couple times, and we get out there. Do you have anything, like, specific you eat on game day or, like, meditation, visualization, any stuff like that? So what is I, the secret to C.J. Wilker? Um, so I used to meditate a lot. When I was when I used to have my own show, we used to talk about it a lot. Like McCarthy did. I don't know if you caught that. You see uh, McCarthy from Michigan versus Alabama, where he just sat oh, at yeah, the end yeah. of the toes and like kind of like yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. Okay. I used to do that a lot, but I kind of built a bad relationship with it. So mm-hmm. then I built a relationship with God, and um, so I pray 
before the game and at halftime of the game, even throughout the game, depending on just, you know, how I'm feeling or uh, what emotions is flowing and just trying to stay even in that. And it keeps me even, you know. So, mm-hmm. so you're not superstitious at all? I used to be. No, yeah. I'm not now anymore. How did you get out of that? Um, It's kind of like giving power to something that doesn't necessarily isn't necessarily true you know what i mean like mm-hmm. i didn't have a good game because i wore these sneakers you know what i mean dang i like that i'm gonna have to use you know that I, mean? like, I don't know i just don't want to give power to too much things mm-hmm. how did your perspective on things such as that change throughout your years of playing college basketball because you've definitely learned things from when you were a freshman to now you're older so mm-hmm. like how did you adapt and change all of those things or what are some of the biggest things that you've learned um the biggest thing is my relationship with God and um, coming to know Jesus mm-hmm. and um, who he is to me. And I learned learned a lot about myself, good and bad, and that. And um, I think that was the biggest thing. But through the midst of that, experience is the best teacher, you know. So um, being able to experience, you know, trials and um, successes to certain degrees, you know, kind of taught me what I should do, what works for me, what doesn't work for me, you know. So, mm-hmm. That's amazing. Yeah. So in December, you posted a video about talking about your faith and just sharing your kind of your journey with Christ, mm-hmm. which I think is amazing and good for you for mm-hmm. having the guts to put that out on social media. Um, what gave you the courage to share that? Um, that's a really good question. I was kind of nervous when I got it because um, I didn't see it. So first, I, I didn't see it um, until like three weeks after mm-hmm. I did the video. And when I got it, I kind of was like, you know what I mean? Like, it was just way so it was so put together and mm-hmm. kind of just sounds sincere. So I was, I was kind of nervous to share it, but I shared it to my family. And then um, just once Christmas passed, I was like, I, I can't not post this before the year's up, you know. Mm-hmm. And then it's also too just like coming to learn, like I said, learning about myself and then accepting who I am and loving myself ultimately through loving God and honoring God. So um, it's me, you know. So I can't deny that. So that's just who I am. So. That's why I put it out there, you know. No, I loved how genuine it was. Yeah. And you had made a comment on the post that you were really nervous to put it out. Yeah. So what were you, like, essentially nervous about? Um, You know, the stereotypes, mm-hmm. I guess. It's all, every, all of it came from what other people had, may say or think about it, you know. But um, the stereotype of, of a Christian or somebody who, who believes in God and believes in Jesus Christ. Um, and then also, to being vulnerable. I can't, it's a lot that I kind of like unpacked in there. Um, so just be vulnerable on Instagram. Should mm-hmm. I have like 10,000? 10, you know what I mean? So mm-hmm. It's a lot of people. Shoot, I think 60,000 people saw it, mm-hmm. viewed it. So Tons of people shared it. Like that know? was a big thing. Yeah. You know, so it was definitely a vulnerable place for me to just put it out there and have everybody see it, judge it freely, you know? Mm-hmm. so. But amazing for you for being vulnerable on social yeah. media. Yeah. What was the like, what did people say after that post like were you expecting them to say what they did say yeah i actually got a lot of messages about you know it just sparking people's faith like um people i grew up with or people i grew up playing basketball with Mm -hmm. um just messaged me like you know this inspired me to get into my faith more or to read more or to to continue to try to build a relationship with god and jesus christ you know so Mm -hmm. i was surprised about that really because ultimately like when i was at the point of posting it i didn't think uh, anything of it like i thought i was going to do this ones and twos and and just be on my page but it actually kind of got a lot of 
a little bit of buzz, you know? No, yeah, it got a lot of traction. Yeah. What do you think has changed about you as an athlete since you've been growing your faith in Christ? Um, hope, you know? And I, and I mean that in, like, not like I'm desperately alive. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm going through the worst times, but um, I think it just gives me hope, like, positively that, that anything I go through, I can get through get through it but not just get through it i can get through it with success you know what i mean mm-hmm. and to to whatever degree that success may look like is dependent upon the situation but that's just how i view it you know so mm-hmm. and i remember in your video you talked a little bit about like you dealt with anxiety and it was just like a roller yeah. coaster so has like growing your faith helped you as an athlete in those situations because as an athlete it's just up and down with how you feel mm-hmm. how you play all of that so has that helped you throughout your career yeah like i said before prayer keeps me like grounded you know what i mean like i pray before the games have times and it kind of just keeps me focused on 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 god and ultimately things that i can control you know throughout the game because like you said as an athlete at this level too you know what i mean there's so many people so many eyes on you so many people trying to judge you but then it's also you being hard on yourself and then competing with teammates and competing for minutes or opportunities it's just all those things are out of my control you know mm-hmm. so if you could say one thing to an athlete or just anyone that's struggling with their faith right now, what would it be? I was reading James 1 today, like before I came here, James mm-hmm. chapter 1. And um, in that chapter, two words to that to me was endurance and patience. And endurance is essentially like, not like running endurance, you know, yeah. but it's uh, building your faith through that time of, of trial, you know, like endurance is the building of faith so um, and then just just do it you know like get in the word if you have those like heart tugs or you feel it in your spirit to go you gotta get into word to go talk to somebody about it or you know just do it because like that's how i got into my faith you know what i mean like i started having heart tugs before last season and um i didn't follow it and then i went through what i went through now I just try to follow up, follow my heart and what's, you know what I mean, leading me towards what I need to do, you know, so. Mm-hmm. Good for you. Yeah. That's amazing. Appreciate it. Yeah, well, it's great that you found that in your sport and you're able to share that with the platform that you have. Yeah. So let's get into your season a little bit. Mm-hmm. You are having a great season. How is it for you? How do you think you're doing, though? Because we all have expectations for ourselves. When people are telling us we're doing amazing, in our heads, we're like, we could be doing better. So how do you think you're performing? Um. That's a good question. I think I'm I think I'm playing pretty well as of now, but um, I know the job's not done. I mean not even necessarily for myself. Just continue to be a leader for my teammates and um, keep that as the focus and controlling what I can control. You know, I'm not playing good off the back of my own strength. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, my teammates. Um, again, all glory to God for giving me the opportunity to do these things. But um yeah, I think I'm playing pretty well as of now but there's still more things to do Mm -hmm. so what do you want to work on and improve besides being a leader Mm -hmm. um shoot being consistent in in all aspects i think being like a steady guy Mm -hmm. um, i just want to continue to strive for that you know Um, being somebody my coaches my teammates can lean on in certain moments you know that's good. Yeah. Way to be a good teammate. Yeah. I love it. <laughs> Appreciate it. Yeah. Um. So training-wise, what are some of the things you guys are focusing on in practice or in lifts right now? Because you guys are kind of like yeah. performing every so few days. So what do you got going on? 
yeah um, kurt and um our sports science group like guys like matt and rj and uh, andrew our trainer they're like on point with it about load management and like mm -hmm. certain guys who like have certain injuries like i tweak my back so like sometimes i may sit out during a drill just to protect my loads or you're getting a massage the other day for that yeah i did get a massage yeah, that was, that. <laughs> yeah, was good yeah um so yeah i think they're on point with it um so it's about not necessarily maintaining but endurance in terms of like when we get into february or, and it's time to compete again to the tournament we'd be physically ready to to go through those because you know throughout this is a long season mm -hmm. you know you get beat up especially our bigs because you know they banging with the best bigs in the country you know so um they're they're on top of that so besides tweaking beat your back how's your body feeling because like you're older yeah you know so like I your mean, body wears I mean, down after a while i mean, <laughs> I mean yeah but i am a senior so um yeah i mean my body feels pretty good it's a it's an everyday thing trying to take care of it you know getting, mm -hmm. a, getting a cold tubs hot tub contrast and um stretching at home and you know what i mean doing stem just the maintenance things has been important so have you noticed you've had to do more recovery stuff as you've gotten older? Yeah, but I didn't start feeling this way till this year. Oh, really? <laughs> yeah. So it's been kind of new. Yeah, like, um, I mean, I've always had, like, things from working out. You know what I mean? You get back tightness and soreness. Mm -hmm. But um, this year I had a back spasm preseason. Oh. Yeah, so you just got to be on top of that stuff. Mm -hmm. And how is lifting going? Because do you guys lift while lift. you're in season? Yeah, Yeah, okay. we lift. We just lift today. Okay. We lift all the time. So what are some of the core lifts you guys are doing? Um, shoot. We're doing a lot of plyos, like um, trap bar deadlifts. But we also do a lot of body weight stuff, too. Mm -hmm. um, or like hydrosphere stuff. I don't know if you've seen those before. Because, yeah, you probably haven't seen them. But they're like spheres with, like, water in it. Okay. And um, we do a lot of stuff with that. It's a lot of core and stability stuff. So There you go. Yeah. What's your favorite lift you got? Favorite lift? I don't think I have a favorite lift. Um, yeah, I don't think I have a favorite lift. If you do one lift for the rest of your life, just one. All just right. one. Dumbbell bench. Probably. Oh my gosh! Like a heavy <laughs> dumbbell bench or like a light one? I mean, I guess if I'm doing it, that's the only one I'm doing for the rest of my life. I gotta, you know, what I mean, switch up the weights. Go heavy, go like light. Five to twenty-five, stuff like that. No, no, <laughs> five to twenty-five is crazy. <laughs> We'll see. So are you more of a practice guy than a lift guy? Like you enjoy practice more? Yeah, I do enjoy practice more, but I do like lifting. Though. Mm -hmm. like, There's just something about a good lift. It's, yeah, exactly. Like, mm -hmm. you know what I mean? Especially after like a tough loss or like, you know yeah, what I mean? You don't necessarily too. play well or you get aggravated about certain things. Mm -hmm. Is there like a practice day or a lift day that you dread? Like that's absolutely the worst. No, that's more preseason. Okay. Preseason, we have like scheduled out days. Like Mondays would be a green day. Then Tuesdays, uh, orange day, and then Wednesdays, red days. So elaborate so, a little bit on that. So like the green days are like light days, obviously. Mm -hmm. Like then we go light. We try to stretch. Some people stretch and stuff like that. Then the uh, orange days is a little heavier, so it's like light to moderate. Then the red days we just go maniac, you know, it's like super heavy for reps and stuff like that. I feel like that would be like so twisted on your mind because you know, like oh, this is a red day. This is gonna like suck. Yeah, you know? but, but we got our strength coach is elite. He's elite. You yeah, know? pretty blessed with what you got going. Yeah, for sure. And then um, the music always is good, too, so it gets us through it. You Do know? you guys get to pick the music, or they choose the music for you? I'm heavy on picking the music. Okay. Like, I'm always, like... Locker room, too? 
You're on the ops? I'm, nah, we don't really we don't really play music in the locker room, but we play music like on the court and in the weight room. I'm heavy on like suggested music. I suggest a bunch of music. So what are you suggesting? Um, I like Neo Soul. Kurt, me and me and me and <laughs> our strength coach, uh Kurt, we got a, we got probably got the same playlist. Like, <laughs> you know what I mean? He's thirty four. But um yeah, I like Neo Soul music, but I also like like old school rap, like nineties rap, early two thousands okay. rap. I'm pretty versatile in my in my in my likings. I don't know well, if I'd give you the ox. I'm gonna be honest. You probably wouldn't, and yeah, it's I cool. Wouldn't. But I also too. I also I listen to a lot of uh, Christian music too. Okay, that's good. In the locker room or just like outside? I play anywhere, especially when I work really? out. That's yeah. crazy. I've always been that. Like I never was like super like NBA young boy out and like done mm-hmm. stuff like that. Like young thug and all that stuff. Yeah, I, I like them. I respect their work. You know what I mean? Like mm-hmm. I listen to them in in the group setting, but like not in my car i respect that i feel like the music definitely has to like vibe with the situation yeah yeah for sure have you ever thrown up during a workout yeah this summer this summer yeah like during training no nah, not here at, uh back at home okay we was doing like conditioning shooting conditioning workout so it'll happen in nebraska one of these days nah i don't think it's ever happened here we'll see nah. we'll see it was in a hot it was in a hot high school gym Oh, you know, do you at least like make it to a trash can or something? Yeah, I made it to a trash can. Okay, good job. I hate it when people just be like barely missing that stuff. Yeah. It's just not my thing. Not my thing. Yeah. Has that ever happened to you? No, but I'd be seeing it happen like right next to me. That's track <laughs> yeah. for you. I can see that happening in track. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I actually grew up on a track, like running track. My older brother ran track. He ran the uh, 1600 and the 800. I threw the shot put. Mm-hmm. You threw the shot put? Yeah, I was a shot putter. That's crazy. Yeah. So right. just because you have three brothers? So I have four brothers four brothers two older brothers mm-hmm. a younger brother and a sister and a sister yeah, yeah. that's crazy yeah. so just two of you to track nah so um my oldest brother me and my younger brother my younger brother actually took his first steps on the track but he didn't really run track too much because i started playing basketball and he was about like seven mm-hmm. so he just started playing basketball after that with me so that's sweet and you had another brother who went to college for basketball, correct? Yeah, my younger brother. Your younger yeah, brother. Yeah, he's at St. John's. So did he kind of follow you in that aspect of playing basketball? Yeah, I, I guess you could say that. He says that, so. That's sweet. You Look know. at you being a leader. You know? Yeah. I guess, I guess you know. Someone's got to do it. Yeah. <laughs> so as an athlete, like, what we put in our bodies is mm-hmm. pretty important. Yeah, for sure. What does your food look like? I feel like this is always a test for athletes to yeah. see, like, what kind of person they really are. Yeah, so... um kind of depends on like the day or how you're feeling or what nah, is it cj kind of depends on um the day like a game day mm-hmm. like i probably eat once or twice like the pregame meal and sometimes after the game i'll eat um but if it's like not a game day i'll probably definitely eat two three times i'm not a breakfast guy okay but like i'll have like a Cliff bar and a protein shake or something before practice or like mm-hmm. energy chews before practice or something so what is it you're putting in your body like on game day is it like pro like protein? so it's like what do you protein mm-hmm. protein you gotta have the carbs it's usually yep. pasta we eat a lot of pasta so um because we burn a lot i sweat a lot if, mm-hmm. you, if anybody's been to the games you've seen me i sweat a lot in the so splash I need to, zone you know yeah. yeah i need to like load up on carbs and stuff before games especially on game days or, or day before game days and then a vegetable like a broccoli or something like that. Shout out to Jake, he's our nutritionist. You know? So you're pretty considerate when you're like yeah. eating. Okay. Yeah. So when it's not game day, are you 
like cheating yourself a little bit with like those meals like are you eating cereal Sometimes. candy no, i'm i'm a candy guy you're a candy guy yeah i'm not even gonna lie i love candy really that's your weakness yeah, yeah. <laughs> yummies so but, give me the top three real quick top three candy yeah candies top three uh the, what's the the choose um no the rope the rope candy. oh the uh, sour nerd ropes yes okay like those um peach rings so you're in the sour gummy department is where yeah. is what it sounds like. Yeah, something like that. And uh, the, the peel and pull Twizzlers. That is an interesting list. Yeah, yeah I didn't expect that one. Yeah, I was I thinking like candy favorite. bars, but no, that was yeah, all right. I'm not not, okay. not my favorite. But. I don't like I don't like chocolate bars. I'm not, not too big of a fan. Yikes. Yeah. Maybe you'd be a better athlete if you liked chocolate <laughs> bars. <laughs> Imagine. <laughs> Imagine. Well, we do have to go ahead and throw it to our first break here, but I do want to get to this one text off of Facebook uh, from Taylor. All good. And again, you guys can always watch Put a Face to the Voice through Facebook, YouTube, Twitch, Twitter, and Allo channel 961 now, no longer 951-961. And that's all through Nebraska. So if you got Allo cable, you have the ticket 961. But this one from Taylor on Facebook. CJ, us Husker fans are proud of you and what you're doing for the team this year. You're amazing and keep it up. And uh, I think Thank that's you. well said from her Thank as well as the rest of the Husker Hoops team. It's been a good run, but we'll throw it to break and don't go anywhere as we got a couple of segments up next. That's Megan Walker. We got CJ Wilcher, the guest in here for tonight. I'm Harrison Arns running the boards. We'll talk to you guys on the other side.